batter up. We'll go through the week of baseball, pre the weekend series, and, and talk about some news. Uh, we'll start with the disturbing news out of LA. Julio Arias, Dodgers pitcher, was arrested on domestic violence charges uh, late Sunday night, as of yesterday, according to Jeff Pass of ESPN. Uh, Arias has been put on the uh, restricted list, and he will not travel with the team. The team has already said that. Um, so Arias' season is done. So before we dive into Arias and the Dodgers situation as a whole, first things first, thoughts are with the victim. Hope they're okay, and they'll be able to, you know, Hope they're okay. That, that, that's the most important thing. On, on to Arias and, and the Dodgers. Uh, well, j- let's just talk Dodgers for a second. Uh, this hurts the Dodgers in more ways than one. Uh, because Arias was a guy who you knew in the NLDS, or even the wild card round, because Dodgers are going to play in the wild card round. Uh, he was going to get the ball in one of the games. You, you knew that. It was going to be him, it was going to be Clayton Kershaw, and it was going to be Someone else. Problem now, he's not there. So, Clayton Kershaw has a shoulder issue that people said it's been barking. He struggled last night against the Marlins. So, they may have to put him on the injured list. So, who knows what, what you're going to get out of Kershaw. Lance Lynn's been pretty good since he's come over from the White Sox. Got beat up by the Braves. Who hasn't been up the Braves? Who hasn't been beaten up by the Braves? Bobby Miller's probably now locked into a spot and you have Walker Bueller potentially coming through that door. He's pitching in Oklahoma city for their triple a affiliate right now. Um, that's where we're at with the Dodgers. So I, I think right now the Dodgers pitching is a problem. It, it's a massive issue. And I think that for me, doesn't make them the biggest threat to the, the brave thing more than Ashley. I think that now belongs to the Phillies. I do. I think the Phillies are the biggest threat to the Dodgers. I, I think the way they can they can score runs with the best of them. They have a top three in that rotation as good as anyone. When you're talking Wheeler, Nola, Michael Lorenzen, who's been good since the trade deadline for the most part. So I think the Phillies now have overtaken the Dodgers. I think they're the biggest threat in the National League. The Braves and Julio Arias, I, I don't know if he throws another big league pitch. I, 
I don't think the Dodgers would look at him and give him the qualifying offer for this reason. Do I want to be the guy who gives him 20 million bucks, 20, you know, 20, 25 million a year, and he gets arrested a third time? This is his second charge for domestic violence. First one was in 2018. This is, yeah, I, I wouldn't want him. I would want nothing to do with Julio Arias. I don't know if there's a team out there that wants to sign Julio Arias after this. Uh, you know, let the cards play it out. But right now, I, I'm a no. I'm on Julio Arias. I, I, I think he's done. I do. I, I think he's done when it, when it comes ter- in terms of pitching in the major leagues. I do. I, I, there could there be a team that pays him in the offseason? Sure. But it's going to be a one-year kind of prove-it deal. I don't know if a team gives him a multi-year deal. But I just don't know who wants to be the team who does it. So that's where we start tonight's show. Um, we'll, we'll dive into the AL West now, too. The Astros put a thumping on the Rangers. They outscored them. 39 to 10 in a three game set. They had a franchise record for home runs, which was, I think it was 16. Let me double check. Yep, they had 16 home runs. I think that was second most in a, in, in a three game series. Uh, and the Astros have overtaken the AL West now. They're in first place by. Game over Seattle and three over Texas. And listen, I've never claimed to be the smartest guy in the room. But when they got health and Altuve came back, Jordan Alvarez came back, they reacquired this Justin Verlander guy. I, I said it on this show. I said it on social media. This is the best team in the American League. The Houston Astros are the best team in the American League. They have everything. They hit. They can pitch. They have a good enough bullpen. They have a great manager. And they just know. They know how to win. That's what they, That's what they've done. They've learned how to win. They are so good. That they wiped the floor with Texas in this three game set. 39 to 10. Verlander, Valdez, Christian Javier. These guys have been, they've been tested. They're battle tested. They know. Altuve in the playoffs, Bregman in the playoffs. It's the Astros and everyone else in the American League. As far as I'm concerned, listen, love what the Orioles are doing. They've never been there. I, I would have said Tampa's a huge threat. If Shane McClanahan could, had stayed healthy, I would have said the Rays are a big threat. They're still a threat. They're not as big of a threat. Not the Twins. The Mariners, they're still really good. They're going to be in this conversation. The Blue Jays are really good. I jumped. Listen, I didn't even mention the Texas Rangers. I haven't mentioned them. I'm going to get into them in a minute. But the Astros won three in a row. 
seven and three in their last ten. That three game losing streak was to the Yankees. The Yankees went in there and swapped them. How they bounce back? Oh yeah, we're playing Texas. We're gonna get up for that. We're gonna get up up for that. And they went out there, played their, did what they had to do, and they took care of business. So the Astros, for my money, best team in the American League. Texas Rangers, we got some issues. Yet swept three and seven in their last ten, and and let's be real honest, they would have gotten swept by Minnesota over the weekend had Adolis Garcia not walked them off on Sunday. They would have gotten swept by the Twins after the Twins beat them up last weekend. Max Scherzer was not good in this series against Houston. Nathan Afaldi came back, but again, going to be limited in what he could do. Um, hopefully, Adolis Garcia is okay. Uh, he went to rob a home run for Michael Brantley on Wednesday night, came down awkwardly. Uh, if he's okay, that's you. It'd be great if he's okay. If he's out, that offense suffers a blow. And this is an offense that's been pretty good most of the year. But they they've they've got some issues, and they're going to have to handle it. Now their lucky break comes now. And when we do the weekend edition of Batter Up, we'll preview their big series next week in Toronto. That's massive. This weekend they get the A's. You have to take I, – I'd love to say you have to sweep them. But at this point, if I'm a Ranger fan, two of three. Two of three, we're okay. If we could take two of three. Because then we're going to Toronto, play the Blue Jays in that massive four-game. Next weekend, we're going to Cleveland. Then we got the Red Sox. And then six of our last ten games are with the Seattle Mariners. Those are big. And the other ones that you're, you're not getting for the Mariners, you play the Angels. And the Angels right now are a mess. So this is a where where me, where the Texas Rangers really need to figure out where they are. And, and you know, go from there. So... There, there's that as well. So, um, Texas is in, in trouble. The Astros, I think, are the best team in the American League. Uh, a cu- couple of uh, other things, and then we'll dive into the big weekend stuff. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the Yankees. And I talk a lot about the Yankees in general because I'm in New York, and the Yankees are, are the talk of the town. And a lot of people... Are, are getting sucked in by how well they're playing with Jason Dominguez getting called up. And, you know, they've won, was it five in a row? They're eight and two in their last 10. They're six and a half out in the wild card. And a lot of people are saying, why not? Why can't they make a run? Well, here's the thing. They beat up the Astros, which I'll give them complete credit for. But and then they beat up on the Tigers. That that's just the Tigers aren't any good. But they get the Brewers this weekend. And here's the break they get with playing the Brewers. The only game they're facing a legitimate 
really good pitcher. It's Sunday afternoon when Corbin Burns is pitching today. As they get Colin Wright, and they get who's pitching Saturday for Milwaukee. Wade Miley. So that they're you know Wade Miley's a good pitch, but he's not an elite pitcher. Uh, so they get the Brewers, then they go to Fenway for four. Red Sox are right in front of them too. So if they split that, that's a loss for them. Uh, then they play the Pirates, then they play the Blue Jays, then they play the D-backs, then they play the Blue Jays again uh, before they get the Royals. So here's the thing. If you're a Yankee fan today and you're, you're thinking, why not us? And why can't we get it? Do you really want to get it? Because all I hear, whether it's social media or Bill and Dan when they do Bombers banter, we want change. We want some form of change. Well, if you make the playoffs as a wild card team, there's not going to be change. Aaron Boone's coming back. Brian Cashman's coming back if you make the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs, there's still the possibility that one of them is not coming back. How likely is that? I'm, I don't think it's highly likely, but there's an opportunity. So I think if you're a Yankee fan, while you may want – you want to see the young kids play, well, that that's what this month's about. That's what it's about for every team who's out of it. And you go, okay, I want this guy to be on the team opening day next year. That That's what this is all about. But do you want to make the playoffs? Because if it were me, I would not. Because if I really want change, I would stand firm in that because the playoffs don't mean there's going to be change. Not in how Steinberg's world. So, yeah, we, we have that. So there's the Yankees who, who are playing well. Uh, other side of New York, I, I'm going to get some Mets stuff in here uh, because th- there's been some news this week out of the Mets. And it revolves a pr- potential president of baseball operations. Uh, David Stearns, who is with the Brewers currently. Um, according to Ken Rosenthal and Will Salmon, uh, has a, a clause in his contract. He could talk to teams starting August 1st of this year, the last year of his deal with the Brewers. Um, they're, you know, they've been talking. And according to Andy Martino of SNY, there's a lot of thought that they will hire David Stern. Uh, they're down the road. The talks are going. There's a lot of belief that this is going to happen. Once this happens, there will be a podcast about it. I'll probably probably see if the old ops guy wants to hop on with that. Here's my thought. David Stearns has been the guy. For me, day one, that's the guy. Um, I know a lot of people said Theo Epstein. I just felt when Theo Epstein retired, he retired. You know, he, he likes what he does. I have no issues with that. But David Stearns has done so much in Milwaukee. Look at the amount of things he's built. He's built a great pitching staff with Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta. He's bought, brought in good talent. Look at the trades he made to bring in Willie Adamas, uh, Christian Yelch. So he's not afraid to go for it. And listen, he's, he, 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 he was tied tied up because the Brewers don't spend money. They're one of those smaller market teams. Imagine what he can do 
with the bankroll of Steve Cohen. If he can do what I think he could do, I think this is out of the park higher for the Mets. And it's something Steve Cohen's wanted since day one was a president of baseball operations. So I think David Stearns is a guy. He'll help build the pitching foundation, which this team desperately needs. Um, and, and also, there's not going to be – they'll bargain shop at times. That's fine. Every team does. But he'll also have the backing of Steve Cohen. And I think that's important. And I think there's one other thing here. According to, to, to Martino, Stearns is a New York guy. He's from New York. Grew up a Met fan. I think Kim Rosenthal said this as well. Steve Cohen, Met fan. While they are business people, top, and, and that makes sense, they're fans. They, they, they're they going to want to make this team succeed. This is not a team that's in the middle of a four- or five-year rebuild. The, the, the nucleus of this team is here. This is about putting some touches on a team that they feel can win it all. And who knows? If David Stearns comes in, maybe they can pull a trip for Corbin Burns. Maybe they can do some other stuff. The other thing that I think is interesting is Billy Epler's on board. He's staying, no matter what. I really don't have an issue with it. Um, I, I've always felt that if you wanted to hire a president of baseball operations, that's their decision. Um Billy Epler had a rough trade deadline last year. This year he kind of, you know, came back. But I, I don't think it's a bad thing to have too many people. I don't think there's too many cooks in the kitchen. So if it's Epler and Stearns uh, and Cohen, I think that's fine. But it's not like five, six, seven guys in there. It's them and it's, you know, talent evaluators. I think this is the way to go. I, I do. I, I like it. I think it's a good hire if it happens. Uh, we will do probably do an, uh, a pod once once it happens, if it happens. So it, it's, a, it's a big thought process, but I like it. I like where they're going. President Baseball Ops are not first rule of thumb. The two things they got to do this, this offseason, get some pitching take a lead in the rotation, and sign the penal on to that long-term extension. We'll get more into that as we, you know, enter the offseason. The one other team I, I do want to give some love to, because there was a big series this week. Actually, there are two teams I'm going to give some love to, and they're both in the National League wildcard. I'm going to give some love to the Cubbies, four in a row, they're seven and three in their last ten. Swept the Giants at Wrigley. The Cubs are playing well. Young team. Cody Bellinger is your nationally comeback player of the year. He's had a renaissance year. The Cubs would be stupid not to sign him long term. Uh, you know he's had a great year. Justin Steele's had a really good year on the mound. Uh, Dansby Swanson has given them leadership and. and Great attributes. Their young guys are playing well. The Cubs are, are there. And the same thing can be said for the Marlins. And the Marlins took a bit of, bit of, a, of a hit. 
they put Sandy Alcantara on the injured list as well as Jorge Soler. But they just took two of three minimum from the Dodgers. I say minimum because the third game will be played tonight. But, uh, you know, Alcantara, who hasn't had the same year as last year, but he still pitched fairly well. He went on the injured list uh, with a right forearm string. Soler, who leads them in home runs, has an oblique strain. Uh, it's, you know, you know, Contra said yesterday, I'm quoting here, I didn't feel anything bad, but I talked to my trainer about it. Knowing of the hard work that I put on my body, I just have to take it. You know, He's 7-12 and 12 with a 4-1-4, but he leads the majors with three complete games, and he's second in innings with one hit, 184. Solaire, 35 homers. Uh, it, it's a tough blow for the Marlins. It's a tough blow for a team right now that has that third wild card. Half game up on the D-backs and the Reds. So, uh, on to those big weekend series. We'll start with the, the, the Cubs. They host the Diamondbacks at, at Wrigley. So uh, the D-backs who are half game behind the Marlins, they, they're playing the team in front of them. And they, listen, they line it up pretty well. Zach Gallen will pitch on Friday. On Saturday, I'm presuming it'll be Merrill Kelly. Let me just double check. Merrill, Merrill Kelly against Justin Steele Saturday. Matchup of two guys in the Cy Young conversation. And on Sunday, you've got – on Sunday, you've got Kyle Hendricks against Brandon Fatt. I hope I said that right. If I didn't, I apologize. Uh, so you got the Diamondbacks and the Cubs. Mariners and Rays, they kick off a four-gamer this weekend. That's huge for both two teams in the wild card race in the American League. The Rays are, are up seven and are up eight on the Mariners. So if the Mariners want to cut into that a little bit to feel a little bit safer, you got one, three, or four. Excuse me. So you get the Mariners and the Rays, Marlins, Phillies. Listen. Just talk about how well the Marlins have played. The Phillies are, are, you know, playing well as well. They're rolling offensively. Two teams in the wild card hunt. Two teams playing pretty well right now. Uh, Orioles, Red Sox. The Orioles first place in the American League East. The Red Sox are clinging to life in in the wild card. So that's a big one. Uh, then you get, yeah, Padres Astros is big. Oh, this is for the Astros. Now it's so much for the Padres. I, I, I got to say something here. I, I, the Rockies and Giants play this weekend. I know the Giants are, are, are in the wild card hunt. But that's the Sunday night game this week, Rockies-Giants. And I, I get it. ESPN wants to televise different teams. But to me, like, I know it's not football where you can just at times um, flex games, 
but this would be a week to flex because the Rockies are 51 and 88. And they're playing the Giants team right now that's 500. And I know the Giants are in the wild card race, so the game matters. And the reason where, where I'm going with this is because there are other games. And I'm not even going to say like a Brewers Yankees thing. Mariners Rays could be your Sunday night game. Marlins Phillies can be your Sunday night game. Orioles Red Sox can be your Sunday night game. And I know I'm saying teams that have been on Sunday night baseball, but to put the Rockies at 51 and 88, I'm sorry. I I just don't. I, their owner wanted to play 500 before the season. Uh, so I, I'm just out on the Rockies. So Mariners, Rays, Marlins, Phillies, you could have put one of those at, at, on Sunday night. Instead, you get Giants, Rockies. Those ratings will be totally down because week one of the NFL season. But that, that, I don't even know if the ratings would be good for this game anyway because of who's playing. But I'll, I'll digress on that. So he, I'll be back at some point this weekend to preview the games, preview the, the series for next week, go over all the news we find out. Follow us on social at S Insanity Real. Uh, we're also on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Pawnmaster Rifkin. Go to the website www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for your blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Great vlogs on the YouTube page as well. For everyone here at the network, I am Mike Rifkin. Thank you for listening to the Batter Up Podcast, sponsored sponsored by the dugout of Millwood here on the Sports Insanity Network. Have a great weekend, everybody. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network.